Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And welcome everyone to another edition of the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF, joined of course by my co-host today. Glad to have him on the show, Mr. Royce Fisher. Royce, what's going on, my man? Royce, you there? Well, we have some difficulty getting Royce in, so we'll we'll bring him in later on into the show. Let's go ahead and get started with the show. We're going to start. We got a lot to talk about today in this Thanksgiving week. Uh, Thanksgiving, of course, coming up tomorrow. And I want to start out by saying I'm very thankful to be doing the show again and back and doing it. And you guys have been responding very well. You guys have been downloading, listening to the show, going to the website. We definitely appreciate that. Um, I don't know, Royce, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I can't hear you at all. So you may have to just call in instead of using the link. Um, but let's jump right into the show. Let's start with my Dallas Cowboys. And I was hoping Royce would join me for this segment because, as you guys know, he talks a lot of trash to me about the Cowboys. And after they put up an impressive 40-3 to win, I would have to say the best win in the Mike McCarthy era over the Minnesota Vikings. It was a complete domination by the Cowboys from start to finish. I really, It really seems like to me that they took that whole debacle from Green Bay to heart where they figured out, you know what, we can't lose when we have 14-point leads. We just can't do that. Now if we want to be the team, we want to be so I've got to credit, you know, the defense for stepping up big. You know, I, I feel like they kind of lost their game against Green Bay. They stepped up big on the allowing three points on the offense that was really good. And I'm tired of watching people online and on TV talk about, well, Minnesota wasn't that great. And, you know, Minnesota was 8-1, okay? Minnesota was 8-1. They were a great team. They had a great offense. They had a great running game, great passing game, a good style defense, good safeties, good cornerbacks. So I don't want to hear it. It was just a dominant performance by the Cowboys. And my hat's off to them, hat's off to Mike McCarthy and the crew for having these guys ready to play and ready to get going. So I, I'm very, very thankful for what those guys are able to do for sure. As we get back and keep going into the Cowboys, they got a game tomorrow against the uh, New York Giants tomorrow. And this is going to be a very interesting game. Uh, number one, because it's a division game, as we all know, as the Cowboys do on Thanksgiving. Uh, and then, of course, uh, there's other things that play in here as well, too. I think I think we got Royce back. Royce, are you there? How you doing? Sorry about that. Okay, there we go. Uh, there we go. It's raining here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, we got rain here in Texas, the internet problem. Yeah, well, so uh, you, you, missed my, you, missed, you missed my monologue about how great the Cowboys performed last week, but I'm getting into kind of what they got to do this week against the 
against the Giants, uh, who uh, Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites. They've lost their last three Thanksgiving games, uh, and they're still favored to beat the Giants. As we know, any game in your division, the NFC East is going to be a tough game. Uh, so, I, I, you know, before I get into my procrastinate, pro, pro, um, I forgot the word for it now. But my prediction, how about that, for the game, anything you want to say about the Cowboys and this upcoming game or the game last week or anything at all, the, the floor is yours. I'm going to say don't celebrate too early because you know how the Cowboys do on Thanksgiving. They always, they are golden egg or, or the turkey gets burned. Something happened when the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving. But they should win this game. They mm-hmm. got momentum going in this week after a big win against Minnesota. And if they play like they did last Sunday, I think they have a real good chance of winning. But the Giants are playing pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's going to be tough Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. But I think the Cowboys are hyped. But, you know, like I said, it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, indeed. You know, the other thing about this game that's interesting is people are talking about today, I guess this is kind of the the talking points for all the guys today, is about OBJ and whether he's going to come to Dallas or come to New York. Um, you saw Dak Prescott say he reached out to OBJ by coming, and Micah Parsons has put stuff on Twitter, also reached out to him as well. Uh, what do you make of this, you know, with OBJ and his decision, and, and would he come to Dallas? you think that's in the balance with this game as well, too? Well, it wouldn't hurt. I just hope that doesn't mess up the chemistry. You get, you get, you're getting a good guy. He's a good locker room guy. All the guys like him. You can tell that they all mentioned him, you know, to come to Dallas. And uh, look what he did for the, the Rams last year. Yeah. You know, extra boost. And one extra receiver won't hurt. Uh, that way Dak can spread the ball. They can get the running game going. You know, you got, you're got going to get your third best corner, uh, a safety on uh, Odell Beckham. So that leaves, you know, a lot of room for T.D. Uh, Lamb. And it, it can't hurt, you know. I, I, I can see him coming to Dallas. I don't see him going back to the Giants uh, because they got rid of him. They could have kept him when they had him yeah. a long time ago. Right. But uh, I think Jerry should pull that trigger. What, I mean, what do you got to lose? You already box office. You got to keep the yeah. Dallas Cowboys in the news. You know, Jerry likes that. And uh, it's going to make some other teams change their defense. Yeah, they're going to have to. It's going to make them tough for the guard, that's for sure. It's going to open up the run game. I mean, it's it's a good acquisition. You're a better football team with OBJ. Uh, I honestly don't think he would go back to New York, regardless of, you know, they're talking about whoever wins the game gets OBJ, but I don't believe that. I don't think he would want to go back to New York, uh, honestly, um, you know, kind of being there already and going through that already. I, I hate to go. I don't think he want to go back. Now, and you can work him in the slot to, you know, to get acclimated with the team. And, they, 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 I mean, that opens up the offense just wide open. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I, I hope he does that. It'd be great for the Dallas Cowboys. And like I said, at this point, you know, you, you're chasing a ring, and if Jerry's all in, go ahead and go all in. And when he yeah. did win the Super Bowl, he went all in. You know, yep. he got to throw yep. all in. 
And it's going to be tight, man. It's going to be a tight, tight race. I mean, both the Cowboys and Giants are 7-3. As we know, they're trying to catch up to the Eagles. Um, they've got to play the Eagles again, as we know. You know, Washington is not a, a punk team. I mean, you can't, you can't take them lightly either. So uh, these guys are trying to play catch-up. So this is a very, very important game for more than just for OBJ. This is important about making the playoffs. Uh, the Eagles got a Sunday night game against Green Bay. Uh, that could be that, – that shouldn't be a hard game for them, but they had a lot of trouble last week. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. They had a lot of trouble against the Colts last week, so we'll see what happens with Green right. Bay in, on Sunday night. And, you know, going into game 10 and 11, 11 you, you can't afford to lose any games now. No, you know, you, you can't. can't. You get home field advantage, and you really can't afford to lose any games. And, right. And the Cowboys got a tough schedule going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't want to talk a lot of NFL today. I wanted I wanted to get your thoughts on another subject that's near and dear to both of us, aside the Cowboys and the NFL. And I want to talk about the NBA Western Conference. We've been able to go to a couple of games, see a bunch of teams play, see the Mavericks a lot play, of course, as you know we're you know we're definitely Maverick fans number one. But you brought up something the other day, and I started looking at the standings, and I was kind of in shock, really, when you look at the. In NBA West, uh, Western Conference standings. I mean, there are there are there really there are really any good teams in the West. No one's really running away with the Western Conference. I mean, you got the Suns at eleven and six, and uh, the Rockets uh, at last place. But if you look at just the ten places, nine and eight, they're only separated by a couple of games. You one know, game. yeah. yeah, like one it's game like- or two games from between first and, and tenth. Which is which right. is incredible. Even even though it's early in the season, we haven't got to Christmas yet. But I mean, some teams have got to get going, man. I, what do you think is going on in the West? Just just overall. I I think the West is so talented, man. I mean, Portland has gotten better, man. You can't count Denver out. Uh, the Clippers been waiting on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I mean, it's just wild. Memphis, man. I mean, it's just wide open. Uh, but like I said, top five teams, only one game or one and a half games separate those five teams. Yeah, one game, yeah. And, and, and you know, we all look at all-star break. Yeah, well, you at the all-star break. And that's why I'm waiting to see see what teams are at the all-star break. But, you know, like last year, whatever team gets hot, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing now. You know, everybody's getting, yeah. you know, everybody out and players getting activated to new teams. But, you know, like the Mavericks last year, they caught fire at the All-Star yeah. game. You know, if you if, if you can get to this All-Star break and you're in good position and your team can catch fire the second half of the season, I think you got – you know, it, it's anybody's. It's just anybody's. You know, what I was well, looking I, at, too, is – go ahead. Go ahead. Let me cut you off. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. Well, I know what I was looking at well, – well, what I was looking at, too, in the West is a lot of teams have really been hurt. You know, they haven't really had – I mean, think about the think about the games these guys have missed. I mean, you got Chris Paul missing games in Phoenix. Uh, Booker's missed right. a few games in Phoenix. You got, um, of course, the Clippers. You mentioned that with Kawhi not playing, Paul George not playing some games. The Pelicans, the Lions missed a game. Um, Brandon Ingram's missed games. 
Uh, Jokic the other night, he didn't even play. You know, we watched the Nuggets play, and no Jokic, right. no no Murray. Um, like guys are kind of resting. John ja Morant's resting in, in Memphis. Um, again, I think guys are kind of like they know it's a long season. They know it's going to be a very tight Western Conference. So maybe coaches are saying, hey, let's just kind of get through this, kind of get our rosters together, get our bench together, and try to make a run, like you said, after the All-Star break. Because, I mean, a lot, a lot of these guys are just not playing. Right. And then, you know, one thing good about you having these stars out, you're seeing a lot of bench players step up, like like that Philadelphia game last night. And that does help your team in the long run, say, come playoff time. You know, these guys got a lot of playing experience, mm-hmm. you know, which is good. We've seen that in Dallas with Josh Green, you know, a few other guys. But like that game last night, Philadelphia had all three of their stars out, and they still won the game. They still won the game, you know? yeah. And, and we've seen the same thing in Phoenix with Chris Paul out. We've seen the same thing with the Clippers, you know, Kawhi. You know, guys are stepping up, uh, which really, you know, you see the starters playing all the time, bench players occasionally, but they're getting a lot of playing time. That, that's going to really help some teams in the long run. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is in the West, between 1st and 10th is two games, and in the East, right. between 1st and 10th is five and a half games. So that, that right. just tells you kind of the slow start to a lot of these guys. If the playoffs started right now in the East, there's some teams in the East that get a slow start. So Chicago's out, Miami's out. Um, Charlotte's right. out. Those teams are – Charlotte don't know what's going on with Charlotte. They're 4-14. Four and 14. I don't know what's what's happening in Charlotte. Right. I thought that team would be kind of a little bit better this year. But, but either way, just you just never, never know in the West. So you talked about the Mavs a little bit. They got a big game tonight against Boston, uh, which, honestly, I don't expect them to win the game. I mean, they're 1-4 on the road. Uh, they haven't been a good road team at all. And uh, after that loss the other night against Utah, it was – I don't know. I don't know what to expect in this team. Well, the Mavericks are having trouble finishing games. They, they, all the games they lost meant been by one or two points. And it always comes down to the last second and possession. I don't know if they just fall apart. They, they blow and leave, you know, 14, 15, 20-point lead in the fourth quarter. I don't like some of the decisions that a uh, coach is making. Uh, you know, it's substitutions at the end of games. I think mm-hmm. Wood should play more. Josh Green has definitely earned more playing time. Yeah. And uh, I, I think Wood should get more playing time. I, I he, You know, you get nothing from Jamel. He is, you, know, you know, I question him earlier about his bench play. He, you know, Lucas playing a lot of minutes. And I think it's, you know, I'm going to put some of that blame on Jason Kidd. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put some of the blame on him as well, too, for sure. He he really hasn't, he hasn't put that roster together to, yet. Fourth quarter, he, he played over 30 minutes, you know, 38 yeah. minutes. Yeah. About a minute. You know, and he can't do it all. And you well, got, maybe uh, maybe there's a method to his madness. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to try a bunch of guys out. Maybe him and the GM Nico 
Harrison, I'm thinking, hey, let's try all these guys out. Let's try different rotations, see what we have. That way we know if we need to make a move, you know, at the all-star break or at the trade deadline about bringing a guy in. Because I, I think, too, with the West being the way it is, there's going to be some teams looking to make some moves uh, at the at, at the all-star break. One I'm looking at is Golden State. Golden State right now I think is 11th in the West. Uh, they have been playing very well. We all know the trouble they had with uh, Draymond Green and, and Poole. But those guys haven't been playing well. Clay had 40 the other night, but he hadn't been playing great the whole season. Right. And so I'm looking at teams even like that. I'm looking you know, teams like even Minnesota. If they start losing games like they've been losing, maybe there's some trade pieces out there. Maybe there's a trade for Andre Wiggins or uh, for um, – What's his name? Uh, 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 Big Cat down there in Minnesota. Can't think of the guy's name. But maybe there's some trades, Uh, maybe, that could happen. Well, it's probably going to be some trades, you know, before the deadline. But uh, what moves would the Mavericks make to improve? Do they need a guard? Do they need a forward? Do they need a big man? I mean, I think think we agree they need somebody that can score. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I think we agree on that. Isn't he somebody that can score? I now think that's they, really they all they need. They need a reliable knockdown three-point shooter. Other than Benny Smith, I think he's probably got the highest three-point average on the team. Even Lucas not shooting the three-ball good. Uh, Maxi Cleaver has been awful. And uh, with is streaky. You know, even though I like the way he's been playing, he's been getting to the bat. He's been scoring points. But uh, they need somebody that is a reliable knockdown three-point shooter. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good, a good three-point shooter. Somebody like you've always talked about, like a Seth Curry or somebody Absolutely. that goes up there and shoot threes. So it's a three-point shooting is kind of down around the league, too. So maybe it's just a slow start there. I don't know. Yeah, but during the playoffs and doing tight games, you know, that's that does make a difference. It does. Well, Russ, before we get out of here, a short show today because of the holiday. But before we go, you want to, anything you uh, anything you want to say that you're thankful for this year? Right now, I'm thankful for being here. I, I hate to give my age, but next year I'll be almost se- I'll be seventy, and mm-hmm. that that's enough to be grateful for. The Lord kept me here. For- this long, and I got to see I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to it. And I'm thankful for my family. And uh, I'm just thankful for everything right now. What about you? I'm thankful for the same as you. I'm thankful for everything, man. Family, for sure. Being here, being able to do the show, you know, kind of right. put together the life I want to put together. It's It's been great. So I'm, I'm very thankful, for sure. Absolutely. And I'd be thankful if the turkey doesn't get burned. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have to cook it this year, so I'll be thankful for that yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be thankful for that as well. All right, well, until next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next week. RF Sports Radio.
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.